0: Hi, this is the Me Journeys and I'm Paige Tripp. I'm a mom of four girls who knows parenting isn't easy, especially when trying to heal and grow ourselves. Here, I share the real ups and downs I have faced on my own mindful empowerment journey and how I navigate healing through parenting. Join me on this journey and let's get mindfully empowered together. Hi, welcome back. I'm Paige Tripp and this is The Me Journeys. Today we are going to do another short little episode Um, and I wanted to just talk about how amazing you all are as parents. The fact that you are here listening to me and trying your best to become mindfully empowered is the greatest gift you can give your children. We are not trying to become perfect people because it is impossible. The fact that you are willing to be here and willing to look at yourself and grow and be aware and try something new to break generational cycles, to break negative patterns, and to try to grow children and not grow, <laughs> raise raise children who themselves are mindful, who come into this world to make it better, not worse who are mindful of how they're feeling, as well as how other people are feeling, and to navigate that as humbly as possible. Our children are not going to be perfect, just like we are not. And so through this episode, I want to give the gift to you that it's okay to fail, that through failing and messing up in front of our children and navigating that with a humility and grace, compassion, and love gives your children that gift as well. It allows them the safety to know that we're all going to mess up and that you're going to be there for them and you're going to guide them and support them when it feels like there's nothing else possible. And your love and support is going to be so vital in their development and in their growth. And I just want to commend all of you. All right, now that I got my sappy stuff out, now I'm going to help you <laughs> with this difficult one. This one, this episode, I'm just going to say, has been one of the most difficult for me. Growing up, I, I was an expert at finding the negative. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was really good at it. And somehow the more negative I felt and allowed myself to indulge in, the more negativity arose for me. <laughs> uh, my favorite, my favorite example of this has been um, a story of when I was in grammar school. I hated school. So I would wake up <laughs> just because i are laughing already. Sorry. I woke up and I hated school. So I would wake up, and I'd hide, and I'd try to avoid going. And it was a winter day, and I was like, school's going to be boring, and I'm not going to have anything to do, and I have nothing to wear, my hair is a mess, and blah, blah, blah and I'm going to be cold. And I forgot exactly what happened, but somehow my family was making fun of me because everything kept going wrong. I think I had spilled something that morning. Everything just felt like it was going wrong. So I was pissed. And I remember opening, I was a door slammer because I was the quietest in my house. So that's the only way people could see that I was pissed is I'd slam doors and sometimes I would break them. I was not always the nicest, but (laughs) anyways, I remember walking out my front door and slamming it behind me. And I remember hearing everybody come out because we were all headed to the car and I'm stomping down the stairs and I get halfway down. I remember hearing my dad say, be careful, it's slippery. And I was like, whatever stomping downstairs and I my feet fly up slide down three stairs we had like maybe 10 stairs slide down three stairs and I get back up and take another stompy step and my feet start it, it was like in my head I could feel it was probably watching those shows where people are falling on ice like the America's Funniest Home <laughs> Video and the people's feet are going really really fast and they just like shoot out up and they land on their back that's what I did and then from there they're all laughing at me and I'm like shut up and get up I try to walk again I fall again I'm getting more and more angry I tried one more time and I fell again <laughs> and at that point I gave up I surrendered and I crawled to the car And that to me has been like my biggest image in my head of when I allow my negativity to come up, it just leads to one fall after the next. And so this little tool and mindset hack has been so helpful. I will say at first it was very difficult. Um, But as I practiced and I continue to practice because some days it's harder than others, it has given me a different view and more compassion for other people. So um, one question that I ask, if, if you don't have children and you're listening to this, this is fine too, because you can use this as well, but is I always ask, who's my biggest teacher? This is one thing I learned um, from being in this program has been, who is my biggest teacher? And some days You know, you can think of like the past, but you can think of present moment. Like who's challenging you the most right now? Who is giving you the most difficult problems? That is your teacher in this moment, in this life, that person, that situation, that's your teacher. And so asking yourself, what is the gift that this teacher is giving me? That's literally the tool. (laughs) What? So simple. Who is my teacher? what are they teaching me? What's the gift? What's the gift that they're giving me right now? So I know it sounds so simple and it actually is. And it's so funny. The more I learn, the more I'm like, why am I not taught this? Um, And so asking these things, who is your biggest teacher? So one of them um, for me was my oldest and my youngest. (laughs) They're pretty similar. Actually, Most Pretty much all of them are, but their sensory overload has been and meltdowns have been my biggest teacher. One, it's taught me that I myself have sensory processing issues. (laughs) Um, It has taught me patience. I don't always have it, but it has taught me patience. It has taught me how to support them it has given me the gift of emotional regulation I have been my whole life just like them where when I would grow up when I was growing up I would get to a point where I was so overwhelmed that I would just like scream and yell and say mean things to my family and I see my oldest acting like how I did when I was younger and I'm like whoa okay there's my mirror that's my gift that she's given me the gift to see myself out of my own body and to learn new ways of handling it. And it's beautiful. And so after you identify what gift you're getting, and it doesn't have to be a person. It could be a situation. So for example, it's you're driving behind someone and they're going really small, like small. Oh my goodness, excuse me. They're going really slow and everyone around you is going really slow. What is the gift? the gift is patience. The gift is practicing patience. And so usually what comes up is when we have a teacher, it usually in has based around some kind of fear or limiting belief that we have. So you can always ask yourself, okay, well, why am I struggling to see this gift? And what am I afraid of? You know, it. what are we afraid of? One thing, I'll share something that I went through. So um, I, I'm actually trying to read my journal while I'm talking to you. Um, one of the difficulty things was um, the teacher I'm having is the process of re-parenting my oldest. And the gift is I get to um, create a deeper connection with them and so, and support them better. So as I am learning to do these things and I'm sticking to my boundaries with them and I am doing the hard work, I'm getting the gift of supporting them and reteaching them and fixing the mistakes that I made. And so what I was afraid of, it, it was basically it's going to be too hard. It's going to be too hard I'm going to feel stressed out, overwhelmed. And it was all about me. It wasn't about them at all. And most of our challenges in life are not about the other people. It's about ourselves and what we're projecting on them and, you know, what we're not wanting to face in ourselves. And so as we do this, we can create, like, affirmations for ourselves to help navigate these things. When we're faced with the challenge, the teacher – the problem the situation and we already in our head we know what the gift is that they're giving us it doesn't make it easy it doesn't make it fun and it doesn't make it enjoyable 9 times out of 10 you're going to be like I want this to stop like I don't want to enjoy this I don't want to do this anymore and so at that point what you can do is you can create little words of affirmations or you, that you can that might empower you during that time and sometimes they work and sometimes they don't and Nine times out of ten when they're not working, you're usually in fight or flight. So you need to connect back to your breath before you can move through anything. And the breath is the only way you can physically move your body out of fight or flight. Five to ten are enough to start calming the the amygdala, which is the part of your brain that activates fight or flight and keeps you safe. And so in my house we call it Miss Amygdala. Most of us are girls. (laughs) Sorry, Daddy. You have a girl amygdala. (laughs) But we have Miss Amygdala who is just there to keep us safe. And so she needs extra oxygen to calm herself down. And so before we use these affirmations, we need to make sure that we are centering our, our breath. We are connecting by closing our eyes if it's safe to do so hand on heart if that feels good, and just the belly breath. You need to make sure that your breath is getting as much into your lungs as you can, so you want to make sure that your belly, as you inhale, your, your belly expands outward, then up to your ribs, and then to your chest. Most of us only spend time breathing in our chest, which causes more anxiety, tells our body we're not safe. So making sure that you put your hand at least on your belly the first several times you do this to make sure that you're breathing correctly is going to be important. And making sure that you practice the breath when you're not in fight or flight so that when you do activate this amygdala, you are then able to remember that breathing is your safety net and it is the best thing you can do for yourself. So this is pretty much the extent of this um, podcast again. I'm trying to keep them shorter. Um, I'm a talker. I like to overexplain. And so, because I just enjoy talking, and that's not bad. <laughs> that's just me. But that is what I do. And so right now, I would like you to think about your biggest teacher. What gift they're giving you? And come up with a word or an affirmation that makes you feel ready to take on this challenge and build the gift that they are giving you so I hope that your gift is big and beautiful and I hope that you enjoy the journey to finding the gift (laughs) and that it's not so difficult remember your breath is your biggest tool and every situation can be less impactful on your system by just breathing just breathing When all else fails, breathe and laugh (laughs) because at the end of the day, that's all we can do because life can be hard, but we are stronger. So that's it for me today. I hope that this helped you. And if you like this podcast, you like this episode, like it, share, subscribe, and come on to my Instagram page and follow me along for more little tips and fun videos to Bring light and laughter to parenting and life, and let's grow mindfully empowered. Love you all. Again, my Instagram handle is m period e period underscore sorry underscore journeys, and I'm Paige Tripp. That's all for me today. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.